Hey yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit, lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up, you know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spades, Alpha Male G-O-D, one half of Relations. You wanna hear the truth? Can, 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 you, can, you, can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. What's good? Welcome to an all new episode of Relations. My name is Kana Lassiter. Stay with me now. Alpha male G-O-D 51 spade aka the ninja you love to hate. I'm in the building. You know how we do it. We have two topics in one hour. The first topic today is going to be should there be an expiration date on relationship offenses? And the second topic is women in men arenas. Should they even be there? Let's start with the topic of men or rather women in the men's arena. Um, this would mean, when I mean by men's arena, I would say um, like a job like my own, doing A&R work in a studio with a whole bunch of men. Um, anything in really entertainment, sports, um, sports broadcasters, they work women broadcasters work in an environment with a whole bunch of men. Now I know you have a specific stance on women in men environments so I want to start with you and how you feel about it. Just in general how do you feel about a woman working in an environment that is mostly men? Just your general opinion. If it's conducive to their lifestyle. I, okay. mean, that, I mean that's just my overall general to anything. Conducive to lifestyle meaning what? It's okay if she's not married. It's okay if she's not in a relationship. It's okay if she's in college. What is me? What does that mean? Conducive to her lifestyle. Whatever her lifestyle is, like some, uh, if it's all men and, and you making your, that's not something that you and your husband is cool with. If you're in a relationship, that might not be conducive to your lifestyle. If it's a situation of a woman who want the, <clears throat> you have this 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 double standard edge where it's like certain women say well hey I should be able to come into an environment and not get looked at as a piece of pussy when it's a man environment you can want that you know I don't have no problems with wants we all in America you know we all have free will thinking this and that but when you're trying to control the narrative of another person's way of looking at you it's not conducive to your lifestyle you're talking about coming into a boys club and then want them to think you like you're one of them when you're not but what does me going okay and this is this is what perturbs me my qualities now and the value that i bring to a conduct to a company is now being questioned based on who i have to work with and that sucks um because when you go to college and you get your degree let's say you decide to work in music whatever that job is you're not saying to yourself in college, well, I also plan to be married, so this job might not be good for my marriage. That's not what you're doing. You're following your passion. You're doing what you love. Now, it just so happens that when you get into the field and you show up at the office that you're going to be working at or the studio that you're going to be present at, it's very evident that there are more men in that environment than women. 
that's not going to change the overall goal is to get in the door and do a great job and be accepted for the job that you're doing. I can't help that I have breasts walking in and you're asking me to consider, well, I am going to work in an all men's arena, so I need to consider A, B, C, D. That's unfair for her to even have to consider. If she's qualified, she can do the job, she got hired to do the job, the other shit is basically bullshit that she does have to deal with. And that's just unfair. Because like I said, her focus from the beginning was I'm passionate about music. I want to work in the music industry. Now she's got to recalculate whether this is a good thing or a bad thing based on her other goals relationship-wise. And that's just not cool. Recalculate what? Recalculate whether it's good for her life. Um, well, I picked a career in music, but I also want to be married. So should I be picking this career based on the fact that I'm going to have a husband and might not be a good environment for me because I'll be married in this job? That's not what people are considering while they're in college. That's not what people are considering while they're trying to find their niche. No one's going, wait a minute. Should I, you know, let me pick a, 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 a industry that's dominated by women because that's going to be more conducive to my romantic future. Who the fuck does that? Nobody. You just have a passion and you go after it. And then you find out, oh, well, this is mostly in this office. There's mostly men working here. You still don't compute to yourself that this is going to be a problem. You know why? Because you know that you're an asset to the team. So you want to go in and prove that you're an asset. It's not the asset's fault that she has boobs. Yeah, but I don't have no problem with, with a woman going in and doing the job that they're qualified to do. And that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is you go in there with the expectation to change the narrative of how men think. You can't tell a man not to look at your boobs, not to look at your like to look at you as a piece of pussy if that environment is what it's causes. And and what I'm saying by by, by majority. And by majority, if it's a man's club, now Everything wants to be, you just said the key word, fair. Women want shit to be fair all the way till it's not fair. Women want to be equal all the way till it's not equal. Y'all pick and choose when you want it to be equal for y'all. And what I'm saying is, if you go into a man's club, that's unfair to ask the man not to be a man. If you want to do the job, just do the fucking job. And if they still going to whistle... They still going to say nice breasts. They still going to do those things that they've been doing. And then you want them to change it now because you're saying, hey, look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do the job. You can do the job. But to go in there to change how they look at shit. And I'll give a different example to make it even make more sense. You have a transvestite now. No, transgender. A transgender that's actually swimming on a woman's team. Now, all of a sudden, women got a problem with it. Don't have a problem when it works for you, but it has a problem now. Why? Because politically, they have to say it's a transgender instead of saying initially what it is when you keep saying it's unfair. Initially, what it is is that's a man and I'm a woman in the records that the transgender can break, even though they're saying he feels like a woman, want to be recognized, is a woman, want to be looked at, is a woman, the women are saying, that ain't true. So you can understand that scenario. And and so you should be able to understand the scenario, what I'm talking about, about going into a man's arena. Because now you have a transgender in the arena of women, and the women are complaining, because I've even talked to women. Would you feel comfortable in the locker room, you know what I'm saying, with the 
Well, if they're really flamboyant, like it's like like when you talk to women, it start getting murky. Like y'all don't have definitive answers on whether it is like black and white because it's not black and white. And when you say unfair, that's what I'm saying. It's not fair. I'm not talking about whether this shit should be fair. Yeah. Can you go do the job? I have no re I have no problem with you talking about doing the job. But just understand that in a man's environment, I'm just saying you're trying to put your beliefs off on men and no, say I'm change really not. I'm, I'm not talking to, about you. I'm right. just talking in general. But this would be a question posed to men because I understand what you're saying. A man is going to be a man. And if you got boobs, he's going to look. And if you smell good, if he's going to say something. If you have a nice smile, he's going to make those comments. And he is just being himself. However, me myself have walked into environments like that. And in my mind, even if someone said something that was a line crosser or said something that they meant to hit on me, it was, it made me or it motivated me now to do an even better job. It motivated me to show them that I'm an asset. And what I mean by this is if you're around a person long enough, let's say this man is attracted to you, but you're not acquiescing to his moves. And on top of you not acquiescing, meaning you're not giving in to what he's saying, you are still producing. There are paperwork hitting the desk. There are emails coming through. There are checks rolling in. So in my mind, He's not getting anywhere with the sexual innuendos, but he's getting miles ahead of the road with my hard work. So I just assumed that the person in question would be like, hmm, she's more valuable to me than a fuck. I can make millions of dollars with this person. Someone just said earlier to me that they can have sex in five minutes. Well, then do you value me for more than five minutes? Am I going to do more for you and your company? Then I could do for you on my back. And if the answer is yes, then the bullshit needs to stop. So the problem isn't the woman taking the job. It's the motherfuckers on the job that's the problem that cannot see the clear difference between a piece of ass and a smart person who is profitable and more valuable than just sex. That's what I always hope for. I'm not dumb. I'm not ugly. Okay? I'm a woman. And that's, and that's probably part of the problem. So if you was ugly, you would probably get a lot further. You know, un, un, and that sucks that un, I can't also be pretty and also can't <clears throat> smell good and have no, nice boobs and I'm a nice not, shape I'm not saying and walk that. into a job and be complimented but be valued more for what I can do for them more than me just laying down and just being, you know, a sexual I got you. prowess for the, for the company. I got you. And you can want that and you're entitled to want that. But what you want and you're trying to get other people to do... What's wrong with this world is a lot of times we have been equipped with the with freedom. And the bad part about freedom a lot of times is people take freedom and then try to impose their will on other people as far as thinking. That's why like even in the black community we can't even have debates or we have a a disagreement without it probably turning into a shouting match turning into a fight to someone getting killed or to Will Smith and Chris Rock, someone getting slapped. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. because, of a because of a disagreement. And a lot of times with that is like, what you're saying is absolutely right. You know, your hope for that, I would say keep pushing. Your hope and want for that, I would say get keep going. Where you are wrong at is this. When you're on somebody else's job, when you're working for somebody else, you're on their side.
you know, and unfortunately for a lot of jobs, we fall victim to the, the practices of a, another person's job. So that's why I said your delusion part going to come into play when you're saying, hey, I'm capable to do this job and you should look at me this way. He can look at you that way or he can replace you with someone that's equal enough to do that job. That's a man. And that's the and that's the that's the priority of that person and how they feel. I'll equate that to a different scenario as far as like just just as a black man and us fighting for slavery haven't been that far removed. You you understand what I'm saying? But even though it hasn't been that far removed, we've made strides and pushes and stuff like that. But when you take something like the NFL, it's old white owners. Jay-Z is a very smart individual. Birdman is a very smart individual, but they're not part of that club. They can want to fight to be in that club. They can want to get into, into that club, but they're not part of that club. And it's the NFL is uh, owners that know that, and they keep them out because that's their club. They don't want no one black in that club. Can they still fight for it? Yes. Can you as a woman still fight for that? Yes. Can you still want hope to push forward? Yes. But that is their arena. And until they decide to change their arena or someone in that arena makes that change, that can happen. But you cannot change their way of thinking. I'm not Jay, I'm not telling Jay or Birdman not to apply or Puffy them not to apply. I'm not even telling you not to go for the job. What I'm saying is the frustration comes when you're trying to instill your will and make another person that think the way you do. Think the way you do because is we all know, you know, NFL owners they're more than likely around when slaves was was around, and that's how they look at the football field. So they don't want none of that up there with them. They yeah. like, hey, if they weren't, then they're, they're good. none of the descendants of you know, slaves, yeah. of slave owners. So they like, hey, men. you're right. good enough to, to run for us. You're good enough to quarterback for us. You're good enough to do that. But to be up here in this club, nah, is that fair? No. It's the same thing that they struggle with, and it's the same thing that what you're talking about you're going to struggle with, the same thing that the transgender is struggling with. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I feel like a woman, but I feel like a woman. I want y'all to see me as a woman. As a woman. You right. see what I'm saying? But that's imposing his will or shim will on them to say, view me as a woman, but them saying, okay, we get all that, and this is new to us. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, that's a name transgender you're a man and you're beating the records and they're not annihilating the records of women who set these records and now want us just to forget that you used to be a man, <laughs> you used to be a man. And, I, and, and, and that's gonna have to be a topic in itself but I know why you're using it because what you're saying is women are fighting for to be seen equally mm -hmm. And transgender people are fighting to be seen as what they are. Exactly. And now women are saying, but no. Exactly. So I get it. It's kind of like a double standard. That's right. And that's what it's boiling down to. That's what I'm trying to show you. Like, Because you, you, you kept using the word fair. But what I'm saying is, when you talk about fair, fair is coming from the standpoint of you. Like, you feel it's unfair because you feel that way. The other person feels that way because they're looking at it from the standpoint, again, the reason why I'm using this is because this is new. Transgender going swimming for on a woman's team, knocking down records has never been done. You understand what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean that because politically, through law and everybody else, pronouns, whatever, you know, however it go, they saying, hey, see me this way. 
And now you want this other person just to forget that that's what's going on. And and there's people out there saying, no, man, it's cheating. And that's a man defeating women's records. Okay, but you're using this example to also stand up for men who work in a male-dominated industry, their club, so to speak. I'm not you're defending. saying that I'm when not a defending. woman goes to work for them, that it's okay for them to see you as what you really are. And that is someone with breast and a vagina. Is that not and true? And that's okay for them to see you that way. Is that not true? I mean... Yeah, see? It's murky now. All of a sudden, it's murky. See no, like, it's not it's, murky. They have to see me as a woman because that's what I am. But I'm not walking in there showing you my breasts. Got you. But my you, breasts are completely covered. I'm you. not walking in and showing you cleavage. So what makes you think it's okay to talk to me or make comments about my breasts just because I'm a girl? Got you. That's, no. And the transgender doesn't go in there showing that there's a man going in there waving his dick around or whatever the case may be. Doesn't go in there. Go in there saying, look at me and view me as a woman. That's why I'm using the example. Because the examples are the same. You're trying to make it not the same. But they are the same. They don't go in there like that. They're not saying, look at me. I'm a They're transgender. They not. go in there saying, accept me for who I am. And you're saying the same thing. Go. I'm going into a man's environment saying, accept me for who I am. That's why I said, is it true? They're viewing you how you are but no 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 wait true? they don't need to accept me as a woman they need to accept me as an employee just I, like they are employee of the company i got the job just like they motherfucking ass did but i have to maybe. accept i have to accept the way i have to accept the whistles i have to accept the innuendos i have to accept those things because i made the choice to go work in a male dominated arena instead of the men in that arena being trained but they don't have to be trained. How not? Because again, it's sensitivity so, training. It's okay. a woman on your team. Is there, bro. Is there sensitivity training places and jobs? Or are there? Are now there? there is because of all the I, racial bias and things that are going on in the world. I think they're starting to implement it. But if we're saying, is it already like a standard on no. jobs? No, it's absolutely not. I mean, I can answer that for you. It's absolutely not. And 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 on top of that, like I said, we boil down to what I said initially. If it's conducive to your environment. If it's not conducive into your environment, in that statement that you just made, there's other jobs out there that I'm quite sure that will welcome that that I'm quite sure will welcome you being you being viewed how you wanna how you wanna be viewed. Or better yet, you can start your own company to make yourself millions instead of making somebody else millions to do that. But you I, see what you're doing now though? I'm not doing anything. You, I'm talking facts. You are <laughs> talking facts and you're saying great things. Nothing you're saying is wrong, but I wonder why you won't start with the catalyst. Why you mm. won't attack the very men who work in these arenas who won't let me work in peace and do my job and I add my value without having to for people to cross lines. Mm -hmm. Instead of you saying, well, Maybe men need this, and maybe we need to talk but about this. You're telling I me this, oh, to start your own company, or if it's no, conducive to your environment. So I'm the one three, that has to make the I adjustments. Gave you, here. No, I gave you three choices. I gave you three choices, and obviously you missed the first choice. I said you can continue to push through and hope for one day they will see you like that. Just like what I said about Jay-Z, Birdman, and any other uh, Puffy or any other black man that's trying to be a part of the NFL owners. I'm not telling them to quit. I didn't tell you to quit. I said if it's conducive to you, what I'm saying, if you if you can take whatever someone dishes out. But I shouldn't all, have to by, take by, it. That's by my all, point. 
Well, I shouldn't have to accept racism, but I do. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we, we trying to jump around this shit of, like, if woulda, coulda, shoulda shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking from fact. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about how it should be. You asking me a question, I'm talking about fact. And the fact of the matter is, it's okay to live in a world. This is this is, this is is one of the things. So, so, so you understand that I'm not fighting for either side. What I'm saying is, it's okay for people to disagree. You, you, you won't always be able to bring... I'm not going to argue with somebody over racism when they're clearly racist. You understand what I'm saying? Then we're just going to agree to disagree. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's okay to work in an arena where they don't view you that way and you're just going to push through and do your job. You can't... But you cannot make someone believe in what you believe in. Now, they can make the choice to come around. The women can make the choice to come around and accept a trans transgender to say I view you as a woman but if they don't they don't what the hell are you fighting for it's an uphill battle the stream's still coming you see what I'm saying mm -hmm. so either at the end of the day I mean obviously some shit changed because now the transgender is actually swimming on a woman's team so something happened where it was able to happen you understand what I'm saying well I think legally legally they couldn't stop it because when there you, you go. <laughs> when you have your transformation and the guys I know there's um, a big community of the LGBT community that actually tune in to the show. So I don't mind being corrected. Send the messages on anything that I'm saying that's incorrect. But I think after they go through the transition, they can actually get a birth certificate. They get a license. So if we're using Caitlyn Jenner as an example, even though she used to be Bruce, she is legally freaking Caitlyn. Gotcha. And no one could stop her from going into but, a woman's bathroom. But, but the question no is, one could stop her from circling female on any type of application that she fills out. You can't. But also, now, now we're going to go to the original thing that you said. You're making the other person feel a certain way. I ain't talking about how Caitlyn Jenner feels. I'm talking about the women that are actually born a woman. That actually feel a certain way. I'm not on the side of either. What I'm saying is one person feels like a woman and another person that's a woman is saying I'm a woman and this isn't a woman. So you're trying to dictate because last time I checked, we're not in a communist country or no shit like that. So you're trying to dictate the other person feel like I feel. Think like I think. And that, and that's and that's crazy as hell. You can't tell a woman that was born a woman to sympathize for someone that's not. I'm not saying it's not possible, but that's what you're telling the other person. I to cannot do. control someone's thought process, there you go. but what I can control is how they treat me while I'm on a job. And a woman that goes to work in a that. men's arena, whether it be at a sports desk commentating or broadcasting, whether it's a woman working in the studio as an A&R exec, it doesn't matter. She has a right to go in there and show them her value without being whistled at. Now, mm -hmm. now. But that doesn't happen, though, because you have sexual harassment and stuff like that. That's why those things are put into place. So in the work environment, is it a controlled environment? Absolutely. Yeah. It is controlled to a certain degree. That degree is another man looking at you and being attracted to you. Because a lot of times when some of those things happen, what do those things happen on the job initially? Probably not. Where they happen at sometimes is at the parties. When they go Christmas other places. Party, they go, dinner. Yeah, when they go other places. Mm -hmm. And now this man hits on you because you're not doing a job. Y'all are out partying, then you get hit on, and now it's like, okay, I'm your co-worker. I ain't give you no, you know, no go-ahead for that. But he views you as a woman. 
You understand what I'm saying? That will never change, of course, exactly. as a woman. But <laughs> this is the question that I hope some of the men who work in these environments will write in and give me the answer to. Why is it that we cannot see past just the value of sex? Why can't we see past the value of vanity and say, you know what, if I fucked her, it'll probably be a one night thing, maybe 90 days. If I don't fuck her, we can make billions of dollars together. Which one do you want? Which one do you want to put all your energy into? I mean, fuck, I've been with the company 90 days. You ain't even got my phone number. You don't know my Facebook. You don't know my IG. Get the fuck over it. You understand what I'm saying? Now it's time for you to switch your focus and say, you know what? She just ain't acquiescing to my advances. So now she's in the category of one of the fucking boys. And that's where I always end up. When I work in a male-dominated arena, I will tell you the truth. My whole motive is for them to see me as one of the boys. So whatever conversations they having about that side piece, I'm in on it. I'm like, damn, dog, for real word. That's what's up. I'm, I'm in that conversation. But what other choice do I have? If I'm not in on the conversation, I'm going to be offended by the conversation. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And that's, and that's okay to be offended by the conversation because now you're not on the side of women. If, if, if I'm being... If I'm being, if I'm looking at it from the standpoint, I understand where you're going. But now you're trying to be one of the guys to make something be like make believe, like it's not what it really is. And what ends up happening is this. I'm just gonna say this. <clears throat> For an ugly woman, that might be true. For a pretty woman, that might not never be true. And because beauty is beauty, ugly is ugly. At the end of the day, an ugly woman can go in there and probably never get harassed and probably get the job done. They might like be like, you know what? Anybody trying to hit Shirley? And she and, and she and she becomes the butt end of the joke. But she's the butt end of the joke of ugliness, and everybody be cool with that shit. Even women be cracking jokes and shit. Everybody know the ugly person, and everybody cool with that shit. But then when it start, when it flipped to the idea of beauty. Then it's like that motherfucker needs some help. Like that, now it's not, now the motherfucker needs some help. Now the woman needs some help. Now it's a woman in distress. The woman trying to show you that she's trying to be a woman, and this is what I be talking about about equality. Because equality is one of them things is that women want to take it when it's convenient for them. But then when it start becoming a little murky, then it's like, hey, throw me a lifeline, and that's what you're doing. You asking for a lifeline. Of trying to change something. But and I'm, I'm trying to be a part of the boys. But what exactly. I'm trying to... And you probably shouldn't just be part of the boys because we're not equal. I, but I beg to differ. You know why I beg to differ? Because I was <clears throat> a fucking Girl Scout when I wanted to be a Boy Scout. Gotcha. I, you, want your, I, you want your car door open? No. You want a guy to pump gas for you? Yes. Then you're not part of the guys. You're a woman. Simple but, <laughs> listen, no. Simple but listen, no. Listen, hear me out, though. You I know, know how hard it is to have your little desk outside the main room and the guys are in there talking out the same fight or the same game you were in front of the TV screaming at. You don't want to separate yourself from that conversation. For one, it's not authentic. I watch the same game that they're talking about. Yes, there's another woman in this office, but she don't watch fucking football. The guys do, and I watch football. So I'm going to go talk to the guys about the fucking fight. I'm also going to talk to the guys about the game. You know what I'm saying? And, and that, to me, I thought, makes them see past my breast. And it's also me being authentic. I'm not trying because I want them to look at me different. I'm trying because this is truly who I am. 
I grew up with more male friends than I did female friends. Even today, my closest friends happen to be men, not women. So, yeah, when I work in an environment with all men, that's a comfort zone for me. Now, I know I'm not speaking for all women, but I can use this topic or this example because I've worked in that environment and I've had to one I've had to push to be a part of the boys club for different reasons than a lot of women do. Like you saying, a lot of women are doing that because they're trying to paint a narrative and trying to erase their breasts. I'm not trying to erase my breasts. I'm really trying to be a part of the team I've always been on. I've just gone from the ugly duckling to the swan now, and so the guys are looking differently. That's right, and, and that means that you're not part of the team, and that should show you that you're not part of that team. You could want to be part of that team all you want to. I understand the idea of belief and you know what I'm saying? You can fly and miracles and unicorns and all this type of shit. Like, I understand that shit completely. What I'm talking from is the logical fact, standpoint, and logic. Data, statistics, all that. And all I'm saying is really at the end of the day, keep pushing. Do those things that you want to do. What I'm saying is when you try to push your belief system onto somebody else, that is a losing battle. That person has to change. It don't have nothing to do about you pushing forward. It doesn't have anything to do with you trying to make people open their eyes about racism, um, sexism, genders, uh, anything. You can always push that forward. You get what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I was taught this. You don't argue with a fool. You know what I'm saying? You argue with a fool, you end up becoming the fool. You know what I'm saying? Then someone on the top of that mountain going to be looking at two fools arguing. I'm not finna do that. We can agree to disagree. And that's okay. It's okay to disagree. We Also, as human beings, a lot of times, especially with, the, with males and, and females, we have to learn also to agree to disagree. There's nothing wrong with that. You can push your agenda, but you don't have to get upset because someone else don't see your agenda. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times, that's not that. Like, I understand with Jay and Puff. I understand what they're trying to do. But I'm also not part of, because when you asked me that, you said, well, I'm champion from the other side. I'm not champion for the other side. What I'm saying is I'm not part of that club, so I can't give you the keys to that club because they have the keys. And until they relinquish those keys, they're going to stand on what they want to stand on. So those old NFL owners, they all have the keys. We don't know the mindset of them. You know, We understand that they just operate how they operate. And you won't know how they operate till you get in that door. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I can't explain how that's going on just like I can't explain. I gave an example. Like I, I, I get it. But also from a woman's standpoint. I can't sit there and tell a woman to be okay with a transgender swimming, you know what I'm saying, when a woman is like, I've been a woman my whole life. You've been a woman 12, uh, 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 12 weeks or, or, or two years. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I can't, I could never explain that to a woman and make a woman be like, they're okay with that. Like, that's crazy. And the only reason why, because I'm sitting here, I'm saying, what well, I have a problem with that. Let's say I was a pro tennis player, like a, a Venus or Serena. And there was a transgender that I had to play tennis against. And you got your ass whooped. Right. Let's paint that narrative. <laughs> How you going to feel? You going to feel like it's fair then? Biologically, I'm going to feel disadvantaged. Because biologically, he was born a boy. <laughs> See? He has now it makes sense. 
testosterone running through his. Well, no, one, let me tell nope. you. That's why nope. I said I nope. want to be corrected nope. now. No, nope. because they nope. take hormones. That's right. So they don't have the male hormone right. anymore. So they've diminished <laughs> that. So maybe see, and when you know the facts, because I went from a strong no to I would feel some type of way to now the line is really blurry for me. That's right. Because if if a guy is taking, taking estrogen, yeah, if they're taking estrogen. They don't have that. That male energy that we're all so afraid that they're going to use to beat us with. They don't have it. Now, are they taller? Yes. Now, now I'm going to talk. That we can't change their physical appearance or their mm. physical strength. Now, now I'm going to tell you something about physics. Okay? Now I'm going to explain this because I, I used to box. Okay? One thing that, that happens in boxing, and this goes on to this day. <clears throat> you take somebody like me. I wait. 220. I would probably fight around 155, 165, somewhere in that era. I would cut that weight. And a lot of people sometimes be like, why do you cut that weight? Why do boxers, why do fighters cut weight like that? They cut that for that advantage. I don't give a fuck what you think. And people who fight know what I'm saying is true. I might what step on that scale is 165, but what you gonna feel is 220 every bit of that shit. Cause when I hit you, that's what I'm gonna that's what you gonna feel. Yeah. And that's the same thing that you're arguing about about a transgender. That is the woman's argument. Like, I get it, I understand mm -hmm. <laughs> that it's a woman, but it's a man swimming against the attributes that I wasn't even born with. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's what that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Like I get it, and this is why fighters do that. Fighters do that for that advantage edge. They don't sit there and be like, "Oh, it's unfair." Sometimes you'll hear that every once in a while. Someone miss weight, and they'll the very first thing out the if they win that match, the very first thing they say is, "He came in, he came in overweight because of that, so he could use that advantage because he knew it was a weight limit." And that's what you're talking about. You get on that tennis match with somebody, and even though they taking that to uh, testosterone away, and and they and they using estrogen, but they still whoop your ass the way you <laughs> see it is. <laughs> I wasn't a woman. I lost to. <laughs> yeah, you see At what I'm saying? Day, and yeah. that's what I'm saying about the murky shit. It get murky all of a sudden. It does. It does. It does get murky. What's your opinion on the topic? Because I know we went. Somewhere that him and I usually don't go, and that's into the transgender waters, um, because we don't know a whole bunch about it. We only know what we watch and what we see. So please chime in, and we will dedicate a topic to it, and are open to be educated the, on the conversation. And I did the best I could I think we both did. with the knowledge that I know. So yeah, please don't kill me. I think me. we both did. We're gonna <laughs> dive really deep into the next topic. Should relationship offenses have an expiration date? I'm going to start this one because I get, I think both of us get equally passionate about this conversation. When someone violates you, I hate when people put a timestamp on it. Like, I'm sorry I hurt you. I did it. Yes, but we're going to talk about it this one time and we ain't going to talk about it no more. That's damaging because now you're saying we're going to work on our issues. However, this is the stipulation for me to stay and work on it. I don't want to hear about the shit every day when I come home from work. It might hurt me that bad that I need to talk about it every day. And until you're okay with that, we're fucked. You have got to be okay with my pain. Now, should you pay for it for the rest of your life? I'm not that ignorant. No, you shouldn't. But you should not put a timestamp, a timestamp especially out of your mouth. If you're the one that hurt me, you shouldn't be determining when my hurt ends. You should not even fix your mouth 
to put a timestamp on when I'm healed. It's you you did the hurting. So what right do you have to tell me? I'm sorry I hurt you. We can work on it. However, you're not going to remind me of what I did every day. Who are you to say that to me? Who is a man to say that to a woman? Who is a woman to say that to a man? You can't tell me when it's supposed to stop hurting. You, you can and you can't. Uh, I understand where, you, where you're coming from. Um, but what I will say is this. There's different approaches to everything that is actually supposed to be done. Um, what it sounds like you're talking about, so I, I, so I, I will tackle both. Does it sound like a toxic relationship as far as like someone gaslighting or manipulating a situation? And a lot of times I hear, and I'm talking about this because a lot of times women will find themselves in a situation like that and don't realize that they're being gaslighted and manipulated. Does it happen? Absolutely. Can you get yourself out of that situation? Absolutely. And this is one of the, this is one of the things. This is probably the smartest thing that I can say, and especially when it comes to women, you need to use your head, not your heart. Think with your head, not your heart. And a lot of times, women you think with their heart and then not use their head, and that's how they end up in situations of what you're talking about. Now, if the person was, and now now I'm gonna talk about a healthy relationship. If you're talking about a, that same scenario in a person. The person has every right to be like, I don't want to hear this shit all the time. Has every right to do that. Even the offender. Now, what you can't do is y'all can't fix yourself. If I agree to work on this relationship, you need to go see counseling. You need to go see a therapist. Both of y'all need to, to see what's going on. Because what ends up happening a lot of time, whether it's man or woman, is the person that hurt, we all know this saying, hurt people hurt people. She's not interested in, in being healed. And that's why that comes up a lot of times. Because the person is not concentrating on being healed. That person is concentrating on making your ass suffer and hurt. And last I checked, I'm not nobody doormat. And some men going to feel like that too. Now, if you're willing to work on it as an adult, I'm all game for that. You want to go sit down with a counselor that's biased, that can view my standpoint. Or not unbiased. I mean unbiased. From what I from from what I said and what I did to you and you and 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 say how we got there, and then you can say how you received it. I'm cool with that, but just self therapy, which a lot of times, especially in the black community, that's a, what I have a problem with. Self therapy. I'm that statement that you just made. There ain't no time limit on how long it takes for me to get unhurt. Well, how the fuck you healing yourself if all you doing is concentrating on hurting me? I mean, like, okay, so for every action, there's a reaction. Yep. When, let's use just cheating as a random example. By the way, that is not the only way to hurt your spouse, but it seems to be a go-to in conversations like this. If you're caught cheating, the first thing is, well, I don't know the, emotion, the order of the emotions, but I know what emotions you go through. You go through being sad, and you go through being fucking mad. You go through being disappointed. When mad day is there, punishment should be expected or making you feel like you need to be punished. Wanting to punish you comes from mad day. It definitely doesn't come from being disappointed and it doesn't come from being sad. I say that to say this. Mad doesn't last always if I still got to go through sad and disappointed. That's for you though. 
you, you're talking from you talking from the standpoint of you. And the reason why I'm interjecting is because you're speaking from the standpoint of a woman that probably has been cheated on and, and willing to accept that. And everybody isn't happy go lucky. I'm not because I was cheated on by a woman and mad day for me came immediately and it wasn't no fucking crime first. My first thought that this relationship is over and and instead of I'm not saying it's right, but I'm just giving you an example. Instead of saying I want to fix this relationship, I automatically wanted to hurt that person. I automatically wanted to make them pay. Damn them tears. Damn. And so all, what did you and, do and, to, to get back? Damn all that type of shit. Unfortunately, I started mapping out how I was going to hurt the person. And and I feel like that's what most people do and that's why I I understand that. Because uh, understand the fact that you're not really trying to work on a relationship because I didn't see a relationship no more. But just like when you're in a fight and you see red and you just black out, I feel like sometimes people experience that too. They just black out. So all I knew was I was reading 48 Laws of Power trying to figure out like how I really wanted to destroy this person. And some people are like that because I just gave you the example, hurt people hurt people. The reason why I be okay with people stepping away from a relationship is because what I just described for me, I wasn't healing. I, I had trauma, you understand what I'm saying? And I needed to fix the trauma. Sometimes a relationship isn't worth saving. Sometimes you got, sometimes you're going to have to walk away from it, especially when you start thinking the way that I just described. Mm -hmm. If you're in a relationship and then you are trying to figure out how to, your, punish. how to punish the other person, you're always thinking about how that person hurt you. How in the fuck can you heal? You can't heal from that shit. You're not worried about healing. You're worried about the other person, what the other person um, did to you, where the other person is, what's in that person's phone. Uh, where is this person going? Who, like, that's all that shit is trauma. But you're not fixing yourself. So how the fuck can you fix a relationship when you're all you worried about is this, all this shit that this other person did? And if you're a vindictive person or a mad person, and you're right, mad they come. Now you concentrating on hurting the other person. Mm -hmm. But why? Okay, so I guess I said that because if the other side of mad is sad. And the other side of sad is disappointment. And we know that that's a range of emotions that we will go through. Mm -hmm. Then I'm trying to figure out why the man doesn't take that on the chin the same way we had to take the original offense on the chin. Take what on the chin? Whatever punishment she's issuing for cheating or for whatever the fuck you did. Well, we, just got, mm -hmm. we just got hurt. Mm -hmm. And so what you're saying, when we go through our mad day stage, we're going to do things to get back at you. Maybe that's what you need to be taking on the chin. Because don't forget, we had to suffer the first offense. Okay? I said mad, sad, and disappointment. Sad makes you cry. Disappointing makes you ask, why did you do this to me? So mad is only but this much. And for what the fuck you did, maybe taking this much is okay. I agree with that. 100% of what you're saying. The problem with that is when you're in a... a a traumatized state you start doing unfair shit so that which you just described if you're giving the other person people don't get that they get this <laughs> <laughs> and what that is is so I'm gonna give an example you know what I'm saying I'm gonna give an example I have a homeboy who 
cheated on his cheated on his girl. This been eight years ago, and she still bring this shit up. That's the that's what I'm talking about about this, and people start giving this. Eight years, you should not still you should not still be talking about this shit. You should not be arguing over some shit that happened eight years ago. Fuck, you shouldn't be arguing over some shit that happened three years ago. If you arguing about some shit that happened three years ago, y'all ass need to go to counseling or you need to dead that fucking relationship. Anybody that don't know, don't, that can't comprehend this is, is crazy. Like, you're in a toxic relationship just, just waiting for either the relationship to explode <laughs> or one of y'all to die. Yeah. Like, and I don't live my life like that. Like, realistically, at the end of the day, I understand what you were saying. And the reason I gave about my scenario was I'm man enough to admit that I shouldn't have been in. I shouldn't have been wasting time trying to figure out how to destroy another person instead of just leaving the person. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because two people got to be on the same page. Mm -hmm. And she approached it from the standpoint of what you're talking about. She approached it from the standpoint of... I did it. I'm sorry. Just get over it. She didn't want to give me no details. She didn't want to. She was like, it was just one time or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. And a lot of times with with men, I understand what you're saying. Something happened and then the woman won't answer. I'm cool with that, but I'm going to tell you how I'm cool with it. If you cool with me divulging everything and you want to get some tissue and cry and listen to me tell you about everything that went on. We can do that. I can get that shit right off my chest. No problem. But at the end of that. At the end of that. We can either A. Go see some counseling. Just in case you want to unpack some shit. And, and just to get yourself together. But what you're not going to do. Is put me over some ricks. And then drag me. You know what I'm saying? Slavery over. You know what I'm saying? I'm not infinite being in no relationship like that. No and I way. Think that's the no, problem. No, no, no way, no how. That is the problem. I was watching The Breakfast Club Ooh. and I was listening to Envy's wife mm -hmm. tell the story of how he cheated, how Envy cheated on her, mm -hmm. and all the things that she, that he did to make up for it. She said he was really suffering in his mistake, and it really showed how remorseful he was. Every single day. And she said it was for a long time. And she didn't have to ask for that. I think when a man is truly sorry for his bullshit, he can't help but humble himself to a place that makes him go above and beyond and show the person that they're sorry. I have a, it just doesn't I sound agree. like a sorry statement when you say, yeah, I'm sorry, I'll answer all your questions, but after this. It's not your place to say but at all. You fucked up. Your, so why do you on. have the right to say but just to anybody? Out, just time out just, just, just for this. I'm not disagreeing on what you're saying. I want everybody to take accountability. But what I'm saying is this. A person does have the right not to be abused. He, 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 does, have, he does have that right not to be abused. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. You want to have uncomfortable conversations? You want to talk about what happened? I have no problem doing that. I can take accountability for what I did to you. I don't have no problem with that. What I do have a problem with is making someone suffer. I want people to realize what I'm saying on this show. I have a problem with someone not trying to work shit out. Someone trying to make the other person suffer.
That's the issue. What that do you I think have. you did when you cheated, though? What do men call that? You don't call that suffering. What do you think she was doing when you were out all night? Didn't call. Didn't text. She didn't know where the fuck you was. That's suffering. Gotcha. Now, see that scenario that you just pointed that you just pointed out. Okay. Now let's paint. Let's paint the whole picture. Okay. Let's paint the whole picture. <laughs> because you're talking about suffering. So let's 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 get into it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're, you're painting a picture of someone who cheated, okay? Now, how did we get here? Like in every murder investigation, everything, we always say, how did you get here? How they got there was this. This is someone that they've been together since they were 16. 16, 17 years old is when they started being together. Talking about envying his wife. Envying his wife, okay? Mm -hmm. Now... She lost her, her virginity to him. He was virginist. That's what she said on that show. And the other thing that she said on that show is she was mad at him about something. They got into an argument. She was mad, mad at him about something. Didn't have nothing to do about sex or anything like that. She wanted him to do something. And, what she, and she said his way of getting out of things was to have sex. And she said in that instance, she wanted... To cripple him. Wanted to hurt him. And what she thought of was, what we finna have sex for? I, I've been faking. I've been faking orgasms. He said, what? For how long? The whole time. Now, you just talked about hurt. <laughs> now, I'm quite sure every woman on in, in, that's watching this show, including you, what's the one way to really destroy a man? To bruise his ego. Talk about his sex. Yeah. Now you want to destroy a man? Go that route. So I'm not saying he was right because I just said hurt people hurt people. But what I'm saying is she hurt and destroyed him, damaged him, and he's already fragile. Because to me, someone that's uh, have self-esteem issues, you get this this woman that you consider beautiful, and and you like. Damn, I'll never get anybody like this because there are people who live their life that way. This is what was happening to him. Then his woman that he idolizes broke him, and now he has no confidence. So how he arrived at cheating was actually because of her. Now, am I saying that's right? No. But what I'm saying is you say, what happens when the other person hurts another person? Hurt people hurt. Hurt people hurt people. So the pain that she inflicted, she was feeling that pain. You see what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is when does the cycle stop? That's that, that's what I want y'all to understand. What I'm saying is where the cycle stop? She hurt him. He hurt her. Now she got to hurt him. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that, like I'm not doing that shit. Yeah. If you want to really work on it, let's work on it. Okay. But if you just going, we just going to keep doing this type of shit. Nah, man. I, I, think ain't, I, ain't, say, I ain't staying there for that. Yeah, you're making valid points. The issue I'm having is even with the way you're thinking, which sounds fair. But even when you're delivering your stipulations or your provisions for staying, you use the word but. You put now your own provisions in place in which I am allowed to heal. And that is a problem for me. Because in no way should you be even using verb or I in it. Because you are the one that committed the offense. You cheated. You hurt that person. So for you to say, 
I'm sorry and yes I did it and ask me anything and then say the word but doesn't make any sense. If you're going to submit to your problem, then submit to your problem. And hear me again because I did not say submit to me. I said submit to the problem. If you're submitting <clears throat> to the problem, if a person is submitting to their drug addiction, they go to N.A., which they talk about their drug use even after they're clean. So you can say that, oh, she shouldn't be talking about this eight years later. Why not? She might feel like he has a problem. And if you have a problem, you have to face that problem on head on. Now, do I believe somebody should be paying for cheating eight years ago? No. But to have a conversation about it and to be reminded that this is where we came from is absolutely okay. An alcoholic goes to AA. He doesn't stop going to AA after he's clean. He continues to go and he calls his sponsor when he's having a problem. That is equivalent to eight years later, me saying, you know, remember when we had this issue? I'm starting to see things or things are starting to trigger me. That's okay. And by the way, I think that's healthy. Again, I agree with you 100%. Have no problem with going through the issues or working the issues out. Again, my problem is punishing somebody, and that's what's going on. I have every right to say you shouldn't be punished eight years ago. Talking about something, working through your problems, that's one thing. Punishing somebody for eight years, that is fucking... Give me an example that, that of is, punishment, because maybe I'm not that is, getting a clear picture, because I can't see her saying... Oh, no, you can't go to that bachelor party because you, you, you cheated on me eight years ago. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's stuff like that. Like, really? a lot, like a lot of times, we, we, I, you know, we kind of discuss this. A lot of times, as human beings, we get love and control, like, fucked up. And what I'm saying is, initially, that's what be actually going on. It turns into y'all not really working on a problem, but you're trying to control to control the narrative. Because even when you talked about AA, there are times when uh, an alcoholic might be around alcohol. alcohol. But guess what? They sponsor isn't there, or someone that that can stop them isn't there. So what I'm saying is, in a relationship, it don't go like that. The woman is now trying to control the whole narrative. And to me, that's what's not right. It's like, oh no, you can't go out with Tony. You know what I'm saying? Because he 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 knew about when we was uh, about the cheat about the cheating. So now you can't hang out with your friend. That's punishment. That 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 ain't making no fucking sense to me. That ain't working on no fucking relationship. Now I can't hang out with my homeboy because not my my homeboy didn't help me cheat. He knew about me cheating. You understand what I'm saying? That's punishment. You see what I'm saying? I ain't no fucking kid. I'm not twelve. You know what I'm saying? Now you wanna we wanna work out the issues that at hand, we can do that. But what I'm talking about is like when you're trying to make the other person suffer, you see what I'm saying? And a lot of time to me, that is what women are doing. They're trying to make the other person suffer. And and to me, I do not feel I do not feel like in a situation of cheating, infidelity, or any of those type of things, I don't feel like we're equipped enough to work our way through those type of things you may feel that you are but i'm telling you i'm telling you that you're not you're going to have to seek outside help An alcoholic needs outside help a drug addiction needs outside help infidelity in a marriage or whatever the case and you want to savage that relationship you need outside help you cannot help it yourself if you think that that's how we arrive to eight years of it just being brought up over and over and over again. That is not healing. That's trauma. I guess. 
I mean, I get it. I, I hear clearly what you're saying. I think where I'm not clear at is maybe I really didn't look at the suffering part that you're trying to point out. Pun the actual act of punishing somebody for what they did in the past. Because for me, that whole conversation that men usually have, because more often mm. than not, when I talk to women who have been cheated on, mm. that's the biggest problem I have with what they're communicating to me is, yeah, he talked about it, but then he told me I couldn't bring it up again. But that's yeah, we talked about it, but then I brought it up a couple of months later and he went off on me. And now we're sitting here talking about what she did wrong and the choices she made. And that's not fair. It's almost like, you know, it got turned around. He cheated on me, but now we're talking about how I handled it. But that's a toxic relationship, and I talked about that. Like, a lot of times, what you're talking about, I, I, I'll tackle this. What you're talking about is women who be in relationships with, with um, a manipulator, you know. And someone can easily manipulate a situation. A lot of men do know that once someone loved them, that we can manipulate a situation. I would never sit there and tell you that no, that can't happen. But it's also might be something wrong with you. You know, sometimes you have to recognize that something is that something is wrong with you. Right. So I would say that again, that's why outside help is needed. You see what I'm saying? Because you have to work your way through those problems. I don't feel like you can do that by yourself. Now if that man is not willing to go to therapy, there you go. You have your answer. He's not trying to work on a relationship. And if and if when the, and when my ex cheated on me, if she would have said, "Hey, let's go to therapy," but she didn't suggest that. You see what I'm saying? But if she would have suggested, and I was like, "No, nah, I don't want to go to that shit. Like, we got this shit covered." She should have known that I don't have no intentions of fixing this relationship. But how would she have known that though? Maybe she really believed that you wanted to fix it. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, there wouldn't be a red flag to me if I said, look, you cheated, I want to fix it, let's go to a therapist. And you said, no, I think we got it. That wouldn't set off a red flag to me. It would if you know that individual. So let me, let me start with that. You should know your individual of who you are with. I'm going to say, if you believe in your leader like that, who's ever in the relationship, if you believe in that, that's fine. I'm going to say, even from the, the standpoint of, um, the envy in, in, in his wife situation, he's not the leader of that relationship. She's the leader of that. And that's why she was comfortable with making him suffer as long as she did. Because, because, so she, be, be, because, because she, is the, she is the leader of that. And the saddest thing about that is when you look at that scenario, she said some key things, which I agree with. You know, she, you know, because you're entitled to want what you want. I want it. You know, he gave me time to, to, to heal. He gave me, he did things that... Uh, Chivalrous that, that, things. That, yeah. He went above and beyond, gotcha. she said. Gotcha. Now, these are things that he was uh, that he was already doing even before that. So, there was really no switch in his things because she even said that when he was cheating. There is no switch. That is who he is. You see what I'm saying? But that wasn't enough. That's why I said, now what comes into play is her making him suffer. And she said, going through the book... It was in some uncomfortable conversations where he had to relive that. Well, shit, she knew that. But she probably wasn't done <laughs> with his ass. Mm -hmm. She wanted him to help write that book so she can figure out some of the block points that was missing. That she had a conversation. It's like, oh, yeah, I didn't, ask him, I didn't ask him about that and bring yeah. it back up. And wasn't willing to put him back over the rakes again and let him take the shit. Right. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to say this. I have to. 
a man that I don't see a man who is really sorry and who is going above What is really beyond. sorry? Really sorry? I mean, I can't put any phys something physical on it because there are men that just don't cry. It doesn't mean that they're not sorry. Exactly. So I can't put any type of physical attributes on being sorry, but I can say this. But that ain't fair. I know that I can feel it. When my spouse is sorry for something he did, I can tell that he's really sorry. And I can't see a good woman knowing her person is really sorry and still making him suffer. It's not feeling like you're sorry. And the statement, I'll do this and I'll do that, but that's an indication. That's an alarm that the motherfucker ain't really sorry. If you are in your sorry, there's no way you can even use a word. You can't use but. You're so caught up in your fuck up, there's no way to set provisions on someone else's pain when you caused it. When you're really sorry, you don't have the 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 balls or the nuts to come up with the word but and if and you just don't have the balls in that moment to do that i don't believe you could if i really hurt somebody the only strength i have if i feel really sorry and i'm disappointed in myself for hurting a person the only energy i have is for sorry there is no energy to set boundaries and guidelines and provisions for my sorry. When you're fucking sorry, you're just sorry. And you're willing to do anything you can to get back in that person's good graces. And the word but doesn't even go in that scenario. I hear you. And I understand that. Again, I can't speak from the standpoint of what you're talking about. Because to me, again, I think that you're talking from a, uh, a toxic relationship. And that's to me is why the women find themselves in those. And why you're going to hear the words but and sorry and stuff like that. Like... At the end of the day, I don't feel like everything should be forever. Um, every, every, you know, like we live in America and it's supposed to be the land of second chances, but for some, it ain't like that, you know. Some people' feet are held to the fire. I'm a felon. Is a felon, I can't go get a firearm. You understand what I'm saying? But to most people, they might think, well, you know, what'd you do? Well, the felon that I got is 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 18 years, well overdue, well past due, and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But the reason I'm bringing that up is because even now, if I went to go get a job or something like that, that felon gonna come up and it's hold and it's holding me, holding my feet to the fire of a person that I'm not like anymore. And now I gotta kick and prove and 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 do that to the other person. That's bullshit. I I just don't I don't believe in that type of shit. And then on top of that. Like, so you don't want to fall on your sword when you do something wrong. It's basically what you're saying. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I served my time. I did my time. I I, I gave up up my life being behind bars for what I did. I the crime that I did, I went through. You understand? And that's what I'm saying. Like when someone does something, there is the reason time has time limit on it is because they there's guidelines to to the time that someone does. You don't get out and then be like, oh. I'm not saying that don't happen. What I'm saying is, when you're talking about a fair scenario, I'm just saying there is no such thing as fair. That's not fair to me. Someone could rob me, and I have, because I committed a felon, I can't have a firearm. So someone can rob me, shoot me, kill me, the whole nine, because I can't have a gun. You understand what I'm saying? But someone who has a legal firearm, they want to protect them. They don't want to protect me. And they're just going to look at me and say, well, shit, he was a felon, you know, oh, well, good riddance, whatever this and that. I'm just saying, like, it got to be a, a, a way to fix this. And there's there's no really accurate way to fix something like this. But what I'm saying is, like, there is a such thing as, like, going overboard when you're trying to make someone suffer. 
You want to fix it, fix it. Making someone suffer, you need outside help for that. What do you guys think? I would really, I'm interested in knowing, especially on this topic, and, the, and I know we talk about a lot within a topic. So the question was, should there be an expiration date on relationship offenses? Meaning someone hurt you, whether it was cheating or lying, whatever it was. Is there an expiration date on that infraction? Meaning it is no longer count, get counted against you, should not be bought up, we should not be fighting about something I did in the past. Is there an expiration date? I want you guys to chime in. I do believe we have a call line that you guys could actually call in and let us know um, your comment, opinion, maybe a story that happened to you that relates to the topic of being an, having an expiration date on uh, your relationship offense. You and, must, and you must give your name, yes. your age, and we, you cannot overtalk the host. Because yes. that will get you an exit. Right. So when you call in, the first question we want to know, just say, Hi, my name is Kana. I'm from Daytona. I'm so-and-so years old. <laughs> and this is what I think about topic today so call in until we get that call in are we going to just go ahead and do the tap in yep. all right so the tap in question has to do with cam newton i actually got a specific message about hey did you hear what cam said and what is your opinion on it if i remember right cam said he was, he, a, he was asked his he was asked his opinion on bad bitches or women successful he, women or he was he was just asked his he was asked his opinion as far as like how relationships should go and he just made a statement as far as like in today's age a woman for him would not be someone that's a bad that's a bad bitch a woman for him would be someone who is uh, submissive that know how to cook. And know how to um, uh, cater to their man and keep their mouth shut. Right. And so the burning question was, was he wrong for saying that? Should it cost him his NFL placement? Things like this. I actually didn't have a problem with what Cam said. But I am more of a traditional woman. Um, I don't think he said anything wrong. And I do think that this has been said before that everybody is becoming a little bit too sensitive here. I mean, everybody is just too fucking sensitive. We've all heard before from our mothers, fathers, uncles, and aunts that we all need to be able to cook. This is nothing new. We've all heard from our moms, dads, aunts, and uncles that when men are talking, we need to shut the fuck up. This is not the first time we've heard that. Now, because it's coming from a rich, successful black man in the middle of a woman's empowerment movement, it just sounded bad. For feminists to hear. But it's not something we have not heard before. Listen. I said earlier that I have more male friends than I have female friends. But I'm sorry. When my husband has male company. My ass is in the room with my fucking dog. My ass is on the phone. My ass is on the computer. I do not voluntarily join two men's conversation. It's not a place for me in my opinion. Okay. I don't care what anybody else does. For me, I want to be invited into that conversation. I'm not going to just be sitting in the living room. I serve them a beer and then I pop a can of beer myself and have a seat on the couch. That's just not my style. Um, so I'm going to excuse myself until I'm asked to join or someone asks me a question. I know my place in my man's home or our home. I don't want to offend anybody. 
but he is the leader in my house. He wears the pants at our house. So I play the role of his wife at home. And I think that we're just going off on, feminists are just going off on how it came out. You know, because I think he made the, the statement, she's saying she's a bad bitch. And she's like, no, you don't even know how to cook. But I agree. How can you be a bad bitch when you can't even make chicken and waffles? Like You got to be, if you are bad, like 360 degrees bad, you could wear that corporate Ralph Lauren suit. And then you could take it off when you get home and put on an apron and fry some chicken. That's a bad bitch in my book. So I agree with everything that he said to answer the, the tap-in question. I had no problem with what Cam said. And my final answer to women out there, especially feminists, is I think we're a little too sensitive. And I think we don't need to forget that these are the lessons that we were taught coming up. Who didn't have the little kitchen with the plastic pots and the fake bananas and the fake steaks that we cooked on top of the stove? They wasn't buying little boys that shit. That was sold at Toys R Us for us for that reason. So that we become good homemakers. What is the big deal about what he said? My mom giving me that toy kitchen when I was the, the three or four was the same thing Cam just said. Your ass need to know how to cook. It was just her way of conveying that message was buying me a doll and buying me a fake kitchen. That was her way of saying when your ass grow up, you need to learn how to fry bacon. I would attack him from a different standpoint and what we got to get out of is I'm not even finna go no route of what you're talking about as far as like people being sensitive and shit like that I'm gonna go from the standpoint of double standards it's mighty fucking crazy to me is like women can give their preference all day of what they want out of a man I want a man to be rich I want a man to have a big dick I want him to have a flat stomach I want him to believe in God and pray with me I want him to, 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 to be everything and holier than thou. Just give him the preference of what she wants. But the minute a man says what he wants, it's, it's misogynistic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it it's, sound it's, like it's, it? it's, it's, it's not preference anymore because it's preference when y'all ask for it. It's y'all standard of what y'all ask for. But when it comes to a when it comes to a man, when we say some shit that we want, there was nothing wrong with what he said. Nothing whatsoever. But the problem really is is because it's Cam Newton. And pretty much like LeBron and any other athlete, they be like, it's not your right. It, 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 you don't have no right to say that. Shut up and dribble. Throw that football. Go ahead and run. That's my issue with the shit. And my other issue with it is, men, these beta-ass males that hop on this shit too. Like, this shit is, like, really getting out of hand with this, too. Because you have so many betas that, what y'all want, cookies or something? Like, y'all think sucking up to the feminist movement is a good move for y'all? Like, y'all think that they gonna give y'all some extra pussy or something? Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, what is the what is the problem with this shit going on? Because I've seen other men on other platforms. I actually saw one, one podcaster with two white dudes on there was, like, calling him Archie Bunker and sitting there saying that this shit is egregious and, 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 and saying everything but saying it's misogynistic and in the same sentence said, but my wife is traditional and she cooks at my house and do those things in the same sentence. But because it's a black man that's an athlete, he cannot have his opinion. If he don't want a bad bitch and the criterias that go with that, then he don't have to have one. If he want one that can cook and know how to be quiet and one that can cater him, 
he's entitled to his opinion. But anytime a man give his opinion, we got to be put to the cross and nailed to that motherfucker because we have an opinion. We can't have an opinion. It's misogynistic. We can't have an opinion. What y'all think? We in the Stone Ages? We can't have a fucking opinion no more. And what's getting me is it's not opinion. I get his opinion because he said it and it's how he feels. Well, he was asked the question. Though. But what I'm trying to say is I don't give a fuck what woman you put in front of me. That's already, in my age group, I mean, that's already been instilled. We've been knowing this since we was little girls. So I don't understand how because this is so are, fucking far-fetched. Because, because times are changing, and, that, and that's the reason I'm bringing that up, because you have a lot of women now that's come out of this woman-empowered movement saying we can do anything a man can do, but they don't again. And I've said this over the last couple of shows. They don't respect men. they rather go on an island by themselves and figure they can run that island by their motherfucking self. A lot of these women out here do not respect men. They don't want to hear shit we got to say. If they want they want to be by themselves, them, they vibrated, their girlfriends go on girl trips and do everything and I am woman and hear me war and they don't want to hear shit that we have to say. If we give an opinion, our opinion is too harsh and our tone is too harsh and the way yeah. that you deliver this shit is that like who the hell do he think he is? Anytime a man opens his mouth even for me, and, and people that, that that's just watching this pop podcast, I want you want want this to be known. This podcast has been out damn near five years before Cam, Kevin Samuels even hit the scene. And I get comments in the section, oh, he's a baby, Kevin Samuels. No the fuck I'm not. I'm 51 spade, alpha male guard, always been that. Don't believe me, go check the tape. Yeah, we have had the show a long time, and his opinion has always been the same. Always been the same. And when Kevin actually came on the scene, it was exciting to see a man with that opinion have so much popularity. Because when we started our show, we started our show on internet radio, and it was really the opposite. I was the popular one, and everybody was like, what is wrong with him? And how could he say that? And talk, it's the same shit that Kevin Samuels was getting. I was now, already saying he already has saying. always been getting, and he has already has has said from the beginning. And people attacked you even on the internet radio platform for some of the things that you were saying, which are the same things same that thing. Kevin has said. Same thing. Um, it is really sad to think about how women have attacked men for being. Or having an open dialect about what they want. I think it's healthy. I do not think it's offensive. I definitely think that um, men who talk about what they want and are and it's good for their emotional health, I think it should be supported. I don't think they should be attacked. And hopefully this whole Cam Newton thing and Kevin Samuels thing where they're being attacked for some of the things that they're saying, even against you, hopefully that narrative changes Um a little bit over time when women realize that no matter how it sounds it's your truth and there's nothing better than that this has been another episode of relations guys my name is Kana Lassiter and you can find me on IG Twitter and right here at Kana Lassiter <laughs> at IG. Oh, wait 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 I say this every week you can find me on IG and Twitter at Kana Lassiter that's simple that's the only two platforms I'm on besides YouTube where you can catch the show you can find me on both platforms at Twitter and IG. I want to thank everybody for joining on Podbean, TikTok. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel so y'all can help us grow this community and we'll have positive 
conversations like we having. Any phone calls, conductor? Any phone calls? No, no phone, phone calls. Phone calls. Y'all can call us now. The, uh, the number will be pinned at the uh, pinned up, so y'all be able to contact us. You're looking for these shirts? You can find us. Find this at Alpha Male God Creations on IG, and I'ma sign this out like I always do. Peace.